details. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back. Mike H. in for Marco. Mark, of course, in Frisco, Texas. And speaking of that, one of the great joys of this career has been the opportunity to get to know so many people when they are younger and to watch them continue to blossom and bloom. Uh, our next guest went from a 16-year-old uh, radio announcer, novice in Pure South Dakota, and is now the voice of the Jap. Jack Rabbits and a absolute master at his craft. Tyler Merriam joins us. Tyler, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year to you as well. I would have said from a 16-year-old novice to a 38-year-old novice, <laughs> but nevertheless, that's uh, that's where we're. I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I, I'm good. I'm doing good. Going up and celebrating uh, Christmas with my son and his family this weekend. And, Wonderful. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to do that over the holidays. And any trip to the cities is worth it because. My youngest grand, Rosie, is four, and she will still sprint across the room when I walk in so that she can jump on me. Now, strange, I was celebrating my grandson Caleb's 16th birthday. That hasn't been the case there for a long time. (laughs) I'll keep that in mind for my future as well, Mike. Exactly. There is a point they just stop. Uh, Listen, and, and your family doing well? You got through the holidays good? We did. We did. We got through the holidays well, and uh, now we're full steam ahead here in 2024. Yeah, and, and crossover, too. This has been a, a very unique situation for you the last couple of years as this uh, football run just keeps going, you know, getting this deep every year, and plus you're trying to do men's basketball. First of all, what is what is the weather like in Frisco? Uh, it's nice. You know, uh, the, the natives around here think it's a little on the cool side, and we just laugh, but... Uh, uh, so it's, it's 50 degrees and the sun is shining and there's just the slightest hint of a breeze. Had a little bit of precipitation last night, but just a little bit of rain. So should be good all weekend. I understand there is some weather that folks are dealing with kind of in the Kansas area because yep. a lot of people, of course, are heading south and it's supposed to be even worse on the way back for a lot of people on Monday. But here in Texas, uh, there's no complaint at all from anybody down here. Good. Yeah, once once you get there, you'll be fine, but be careful. Yeah, yeah Friday is a yeah. big travel day. I, see, I'm retired. I forget what days these are, Tyler, so I forget <laughs> that this is Friday and this is when most of the people were, were going. What is the – what's the mood? What's the scene? Well, I think there's a lot of excitement. Um, you know, last year, of course – this is the third time in Frisco, but the first time was during that spring pandemic, which was just so unique. So last year was the first time that everybody really got to do it under a regular setting, and everything went so positively as a whole for the Jackrabbits and for the athletic department, for the Alumni Association, just for everybody. And now what few things needed to be tweaked have, and so we have had uh, a lot better uh, communication and everything from a ticket standpoint went really well, other than we only have so many tickets to distribute. Everybody would have liked to have had more. But as far as what we could control, everything went great. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys practice facility, the Star, is hosting a big pep rally that a number of us will be a part of tomorrow. And 
that's a an added thing. We did a smaller deal last year, and this has been revved up. Everybody's excited about that. And then, of course, the football game on Sunday, and people are looking at this like an opportunity for this team to prove that if they win, and they win like they potentially could, and there's a lot of ifs along the way, then you're talking about one of the best to ever uh, put together a team in the FCS. I mean, that's what you could be looking at if this Jackrabbit team takes care of business on Sunday. So there's a lot of excitement down here. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. As far as the the legacy and the quality of this team, that's going to be a lot easier to judge on Sunday evening than it is right now, isn't it, Tyler? Well, I think as far as to finish everything off, yes. You know, you look at teams that have gone undefeated and run the gauntlet to win an FCS national championship. There was a Georgia Southern team led by Adrian Peterson, not the Vikings one, but another one. And uh, they had unbelievable success and, and dominated. There was a Marshall team that had both Chad Pennington and Randy Moss on it at the right. FCS level. You can imagine how good they were. And there were a couple of North Dakota State teams over the last decade that certainly are up in that category as well. But uh, what the Jacks have done from a statistical standpoint is incredibly impressive. And I think the other part about this, too, that, that can't be ignored is you kind of get the sense this is the last of a dying breed with how this team stayed together and what's happening with college athletics and NIL and the transfer portal and all those things for this team to have as many fifth and sixth year individuals as they do and very, very occasionally using the transfer portal is all. I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. We'll see what uh, what the future has in store, but this feels like uh, this is something that might never happen again. Tyler Merriam joins us here on Calling All Sports. He is the voice of the Jackrabbits. I had Curtis Riggs on the show yesterday and, yeah. uh, and, and Tom Neiman, and I was surprised at how many of these guys were walk-ons mm-hmm. and, and, and the way that they have blossomed. And, again, these are men. You know, half these guys are 24 years old, you know, and uh, 23, 24 years old. So they have had more time to blossom also. But where they have come from and what the expectations were and the ability to see that talent and to get the kid on campus and see what happens, that's really been remarkable. Well, and I think part of it, too, and I think you see this a lot with college football programs is – Anybody can come in and say, we need to go recruit Chicago. We need to go recruit Texas. We need to go recruit Florida. Your program really is made off of what you do in your backyard and making it a big deal for so many reasons. Montana got off kilter for a while. What's gotten them back on? Bringing a Montana guy back into that program in charge of it, and they have a lot of area kids. What uh, is the Jackrabbit roster made of? Yes, you've got an Isaiah Davis from from Missouri. There's no question about that. But you look at Hines and McCormick and the Yankees. It's not like Greenfield comes from 18 hours away. Gus Miller's a Brookings guy. You have a lot of area kids who know about this place, and it means something to them before they even consider actually coming to SDSU. The stories is of, of Hines and the Yankees and McCormick and these guys playing catch, you know, on the, the east side on what was the practice field at that point while games were going on at Coughlin Alumni. This place meant something to them long before that, and that plays a factor in this. And that's part of why they want to come here. And so they want to be a part of it, and then certainly you see them blossom. And some of them were recruited with the intent that, hey, they're eventually going to be on scholarship and they're going to be a contributor. And some, 
you take a chance on and see what happens. And, you know, you go back to when the Jacks had Goddard and Winicky together. Winicky was the apple of everybody's eye, and rightfully so. And Goddard was an afterthought who committed after a basketball game because the Jacks never saw him play football in person. <laughs> and both had unbelievable All-American careers, and one was heavily recruited and one wasn't. And so it is always a bit of a crapshoot. But what Jimmy Rogers and before that John Stiglmeyer and what the staff has done to build the talent from within, this place means something to them. And there's been a commitment on both sides of it. And I think that's part of why all these guys have stayed, because to each other, it's something special. And they don't want to lose out or, or leave that uh, before they have a chance to write their final chapter themselves. Tyler Merriam joins us. I saw some footage from the press conferences today. I am going to say... I'm not sure I have ever seen John Stiglmeyer looking more relaxed and happy than what I saw him this morning. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I did not see the press conference. Oh. Was Stig at one of them? Uh, he, he was at some press conference, yeah. Okay. Um, he's, well, again, you know, he's on our, our pregame radio show every week. Right. Um, and we obviously, Stig is, is a friend of mine. We keep in touch and, and see him a lot in the offices. He still works for us. He doesn't have a lot to worry about, you know. He's done a lot of traveling. He was not at uh, the NDSU game. He was not at one of the playoff games because they did family stuff. And he he says constantly how much Lori, his wife, has thanked him for that, and that's been a big deal to him. I know he's excited to be here in Frisco and be a part of this. He's trying to walk a little bit of a line, Mike, in that he wants to be supportive, but he doesn't want to be the shadow cast upon everybody. And Jimmy Rogers is the same way. Jimmy wants him involved, but doesn't want to make it seem like it's a force thing. So there's kind of this unique uh, song and dance they play. But Stig is incredibly proud of, of Jimmy and the staff. He loves those student-athletes. And, and uh, this has been an eye-opening experience for him to see things from the other side. Because he knows what it's like when you're in deep, day in, day out. And, you know, he commented to me uh, a few weeks ago, you guys are making all these plans as we're entering the playoffs. We haven't played a game yet, and you're trying to figure out what happens if you go to Frisco and this and that. He said, we didn't think about that. We're thinking about the next game. (laughs) And I said, well, that's what you guys had to do. But if we're going to book facilities in Frisco and do some of these things, you you can't wait till the day before. You have to plan ahead some. But you also don't want to tell the coaching staff and put more pressure on them. So obviously we kept some secrets from you as well. Tyler Merriam joins us. He is, of course, the voice of the Jackrabbits in Frisco, Texas. So what's your comfort level like now, Tyler, on your third trip down there? Um, You know, it's funny. The Montana crew, uh, great radio play-by-play voice in Riley Corcoran. And uh, Riley and I have touched base a lot here in the last week and a half on, hey, places to eat or things to do. And at one point, Riley said, you're like a veteran at this point. We kind of are. You know, we've done this three times, so we know what restaurants to go to. We know everybody at the stadium. Um, I think Mark said something similar during one of his uh, stand-ups, you know, during the Dakota News Now coverage yesterday that he's used to all these things. Like, you do become a little accustomed to it, and, and the folks here are so great. And I've heard from a lot of people because of the ticket situation, hey, if we played at a, a bigger stadium, more seats, and that's true. But there's something about Frisco and the way that this place welcomes everybody in. There's so much to do, so many bars and restaurants that are welcoming. 
and the stadium. They roll out the red carpet for you. They really do an unbelievable job. And, and you know, we, we got there this morning. We spent a few hours there, and constantly people are stopping and, hey, do you have what you need? We needed a couple of things taken care of. They come up and do it. That's the same way they are with the teams. I mean, it's, it's a first-class operation, and it's a big deal. And, Mike, you know when you go somewhere for an event, you feel right away, whether the group putting on the event, whether it's a banquet or a game <laughs> or whatever, whether that's important to them or not. This matters to them. It's not just something to do. This is a big deal, and they want you to feel like it's a big deal. And so it's been great. It's so fun to be down here, and it's something you look forward to. You know, it's not the, oh, we got to go to this. You know, it's, it's, we've all been hoping we'd have this opportunity to be back here again because, like you and I have talked so often, I have no control over any of this. So all I can do is, is sit up uh, or stand up at the, the top of the press box and watch what happens. And if it all plays out like you hope it does, then you get an opportunity to experience something like this. And, and the other part, too, Mike, you know, uh, our crew that we travel with, we're very close and we right. like to spend time together. And in a regular season, you get to the site maybe 24 hours before kickoff. You know, here we were wheels down at 5 o'clock Thursday for a 1 o'clock kick on Sunday. So you got a lot of time to experience everything, spend some time together. And, and, uh, and I, I told the guys last night, I said, hey, you know, we, we'd like to think this will happen every year, but we need to make sure we take advantage of every moment here these next few days because you just never know what the future has in store. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because I was going to ask if you were savoring it. Going back to the bars and restaurants, what an odd yeah. question for me to ask. <laughs> I <laughs> I understand that uh, that there are actual bars that have chosen sides. Well, yes and no. They there uh, there are a few that try to play more to one side or the other and try to claim they're a jackrabbit home or a grizzly home. Um, you know, no different than if you're in in Omaha and there's a Vikings bar and a right, Packers right. bar. Like yep. so, I mean, there there are some of those things, but again. That's how big of a deal this thing is, is that there are places that, that want that business. And we've had uh, uh, a bunch of, of local uh, uh, restaurants reach out and see, hey, can we make a deal with you? Or can we get somebody to come down and make an appearance or whatever? Because they want to be involved. And, and there are official watering holes for, or unofficial official watering right. holes for each place. And, and, uh, and then the tailgating, of course, will be exceptional on Sunday. No, it's, like I said, they really treat this like it's a big deal, and, and it matters to them that it's here. And, and that's certainly felt by all of us, I can promise you that. Remind me about the stadium, too. What is the capacity? So Toyota Stadium, it's the home of FC Dallas, which is a, um, a professional soccer team. And so for football with standing room, they'll say somewhere in the 18,000 to 18,500 range with standing room only. They had a bowl game of a couple of weeks back with two just above 500 programs. It was maybe a third full. Uh, that will not be the case on Sunday. <laughs> right. There'll be a lot of maroon in that building for Montana, and we believe even more yellow and blue. We'll see for sure that the gist I'm getting, I think it's going to be about 60% Jackrabbit fans, but we'll see some tickets get resold, whatever. There's a huge Montana fan base, and they haven't been to this thing in over a decade. In fact, the last time they made it, it wasn't in Frisco. It was still in Chattanooga, Tennessee at that point. So they're going to come down with a ton of, of fervor, and they're going to try to eat up every seat they can. Obviously, Jackrabbit folks, a lot are coming back. Some didn't come a year ago, and now they want to experience it. So 
if there were 5,000 more seats, I'm sure we could put that many people in there. But it makes for a great environment. Yep. Yes, it's a soccer stadium, but it does. It, it has a big-time feel to it that uh, you hope you can feel on TV or certainly if you're listening. But in person, I mean, there's no question, it feels like a big-time event. All right, so what are we going to expect out of Montana? Well, Montana is a unique football team in that offensively their line wants to do the opposite of what the Jacks do. You know, the Jacks, the 605 Hogs, they want to maul you and run right through you. The Montana offensive line wants to create a stalemate, essentially. Wide splits, the widest I've ever seen. I was hoping Curtis might be here today to actually ask him about that, to be honest, Mike. But wide splits up front, they want to just give avenues. They don't want to maul the other team. They just want to give avenues to their running backs and wideouts. They have two incredibly athletic wide receivers. Clifton McDowell, the quarterback, is from Houston a few hours away from here and is looking forward to this. He's a run-pass guy who uh, has run for over 700 yards and has just a – he looks kind of like Vince Young. Just has an easy-going delivery but can sling it a mile. Two good running backs. On the defensive side, they play a three-man front, and it's like Star Wars. They'll come at you from every angle, a lot of different – sets of blitzes and things like that to try to confuse you. And then in special teams, uh, we talk about Tucker Large and what he means to the Jackrabbits with his punt returning. Junior Bergen in the uh, last two playoff games has two punt returns and a kickoff return for a touchdown. And Montana's offense has been a little inconsistent in driving the field. You could make the argument Bergen's returns have won both of those games, which went into overtime. So they can do it in all three phases. They've only lost one time this year, and that was early in the year. So they've won 10 straight. They're confident. And I think the other thing, too, they see that they're a double-digit underdog. They're going to come in as if they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And when you're playing with no pressure, uh, sometimes that can free you up to do some special things. So this is not going to be just a, a simple coronation for a Jackrabbit team that's trying to prove their worth and, and finish an undefeated season. This will be a battle for them on Sunday afternoon. Tyler Merriam joins us. Tyler, is your preparation different than it was the first time? Well, the first time was in the spring, and it was so weird, you right, know. Right. Um, and, and and I will say this: the first time it was on, it was on a week's notice, you know. Where this with with more time, three weeks between games, you do get a little more time to really savor things as far as preparation and, and take stuff in. And I think the other thing too, Montana has and North Dakota State a year ago too. You have two teams there that are so heavily covered in their markets, where Sam Houston really wasn't. That you can sort of deeper dive into some of those things because there's more stories out there. But when push comes to shove, it's very similar. You know, you're putting together information on, on the teams. I've got all that. I'll watch some more video the next couple days and make sure I've got numbers memorized. And then uh, hopefully the, the words come to me and, and hopefully it all makes sense come Sunday afternoon. Is there a certain, and I, one last question and I'll yeah. let you go. It, is there a certain sense of uh, disappointment that North Dakota State isn't the opponent. No, no, no. And, and you know, I said that last year. All the NDSU folks kept telling me that, boy, if it wasn't for playing the Jackrabbits, there'd be even less excitement about this. And isn't that the case for you guys? And, and I kept telling them, I said, this isn't an insult to North Dakota State. This game is about SDSU trying to win its first national championship. Like, the fact that it's North Dakota State is maybe a little icing on the cake, but this isn't about beating NDSU. It's about winning a national championship because if you're the Bison and you've won seven or however right, many yeah. they've won, it's a different thing. Here it's the first time. This, 
no, I think uh, whoever it was, you could certainly say, well, you know, they've never beaten Montana, and Montana has the, the two greatest comebacks in the history of its program against South Dakota State, including the 0-9 game that was Jimmy Rogers' last game. You can lay all that out. I asked Jimmy about that the other day, and his comment to me was, that doesn't matter. So Mark Gronowski was hitting dingers in Little League Baseball when that <laughs> happened. You think Mark cares about that game, Tyler? So, uh, look, there's... I'm sure somebody would have loved to have USD been down here. Somebody right, would have right. loved to have NDSU down here. In the end, the the majority of the fan base just wants the Jacks to win another national championship. And I think, I think there is something to last year was an awesome run. This year, to cap this thing off, to finish an undefeated season and go down as one of the greatest teams in program history, I think there's something to be said for that. And I think that's something that the the fans of South Dakota State would take a great amount of pride in. Certainly the program would. And I think that's first and foremost uh, what this is all about on Sunday. Tyler, I look forward to you taking me home during the second half. (laughs) I will be watching the first half on television, but then driving the second half. So have a great call. Tell your comrades hello and congratulate them on a great season keep up the great work my friend well i I appreciate it some fans don't know that you are coach henrickson you know you'll send me some (laughs) notes during the broadcast you know and so i i take every one of them to heart and relay it to the troops no mike i i I, on all sincerity going back to what you started with i appreciate your support you've been so good to to me and to uh to our crew and our family over the years it it certainly is is uh, something we appreciate and, and we're excited you know this is a great opportunity like i said we have no control over the results all we can do is do the best we can and with the broadcast itself and and that's what we'll try to do again on sunday so we're looking forward to it tyler have a great call we'll look forward to it thanks for the time today thanks take care mike you bet tyler merriam joining us and we're back to wrap up the week right after this for those who don't like to be still for those with things to do and the drive to get them done for those in search of a partner to help make it happen there's a bank a bank that listens acts and impacts all things right here dakota bank go with experience go with teamwork go with integrity for banking insurance mortgage and trust dakota bank here for you Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-10. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings, and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to K-O-U-R-I Insurance. 
CoreyInsurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug. Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. Yeah, don't forget, go to joingreatlife.com. It is, uh, you know, I know a lot of us have, have made resolutions, but you don't really need to make a resolution to get healthier. Uh, that that should just be an ongoing thing. Yeah, Great Life can certainly help you do that. So uh, uh, they've been a partner of ours for 10 years now. And the 10 years that they've been around, it doesn't seem possible, but... Uh, we appreciate great life and, and all that they do. Hey, thanks again to my guests for joining me today with uh, John Gaskins in studio, Tyler Merriam from down in Frisco, Texas. A reminder that Dakota News Now has the hour-long pregame coming up at noon central. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock central time for the SDSU championship game. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. (laughs) 